All right, my talkers, happy Tuesday. It is Halloween. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. You might be driving home from work. You might have the app out, and you're about to take the kids out trick-or-treating, and they're bringing Lori hey, and Julia Was anyone surprised when they went to bed last night and look out their window and see the, is that white? Is that white <laughs> snow on the ground? It's beautiful. It was so beautiful. pretty, and all I could think about was Tommy Mischke and his Ode to Winter yeah. kickoff party at the Dubliner, and it snows. That was perfect. And he thought it was an act, you know, people went to the Dubliner to his book signing and release party. Because I drove by there and it was just cold. Yes. And he said, and then we, the people all walk out and there's snow it falling. It is snowing. What That's a magical, magical moment. That's a great book, you guys. Tommy Mischke, T.D. Mischke's Winter. I mean. I just brought it over to a girlfriend. I said, I need this back. I mm-hmm. said, but I had half-heartedly kind of convinced myself that I really didn't like winter and then I read this book and I fell back in love with winter and I realized that yes at the heart of it I am a winter person or I wouldn't live here otherwise mm-hmm. and my friend who you know maybe she was feeling kind of bluish you know this can be a bluish oh, time of year you absolutely. know the sun and everything mm-hmm. and um she said oh people who like winter are all those winter sports people and I said Au contraire. Au contraire. <laughs> Our friend T.D. Mischke found out mm-hmm. that the actually the winter <laughs> lovers are a majority, they don't even do any winter sports. I already told so many people, including they, my kids, to buy this book for their dad oh, or buy this for your mom so or grandpa or so in for yourself. And it made me fall in love with winter. It's called Winter Song T.D. Mischke at all your local bookstores. Yeah. It re-energized my energy and love of winter, which that is... Is a miracle. Because you guys would always complain that I would say, oh, my God, I'm so excited it's going to snow. I love it when the snow is coming down. I have lights set up outside my house, and it just twinkles, and, it and it's beautiful. And it did look pretty, and I know it's on sitting on top of the leaves, and it'll melt, and people will be yeah. able to get their damn leaves next week. My leaves aren't off the tree. Yeah, I, have a I huge know. huge maple with leaves. Casey was out there kicking the ground in the dark looking for a football he left out there yesterday. <laughs> he was playing with a kid. It's all going to melt by the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, this is uh, Andrea Swenson uh, pointed this out on Twitter. October 1991, yes. Diamonds and Pearls, released by Prince, of course, snowed on Halloween in Minneapolis. A lot, a lot of snow. October 2023, Diamonds and Pearls, released because they, you know, have a new master, everything, yeah. whatever we they re- call it. We released it, the master tape. Snowed on Halloween. Same exact thing all these Aww. years later. So, anyway, that's kind of fun, but... um do you feel like any travel stuff today? I we think missed so. it. We skipped it last week. I know. I think we should talk some travel. All right. The vacation. What an absolutely splendid oh, idea. Jay's Travel Tuesday. Vacay news and notes for you. We should take a trip. Okay, we should take a trip. Well, yes. here is just, I'm going to start off just with a serious note. And I... Say this because this is not something that happens on any kind of a regular basis. And that is that last week, the State Department issued worldwide cautions for Americans wherever they're traveling overseas. And when we say overseas, that means out of the United States or one of its territories. Yes. So it's kind of like um, the world is... <laughs> Feels like it's on this precipice of just complete 
dangerous, scary times. But the State Department is just uh, asking people with the increased tensions in Mm -hmm. various locations around the world, the potential for terrorist attacks, demonstrations, or violent actions against U.S. citizens and their interests is heightened. Is very heightened. Mm -hmm. And so this is just something for everyone to know if you are traveling to just... As my dad would always say to me every time we would get stationed overseas, we would get the family talk. Whatever our age was, we are representing the United States right. of America. We will be respectful of the culture, the land, the people, and the customs. That takes precedence over our presence. And that yeah. was probably something that my dad got, you know, you, that you get well, in the military. Because, of course, you, you are, are representing the United States of America. And, and we're in, the military. in another country. Yep, yep. We're in another. It is not. Be more a, thoughtful. And it's not mm-hmm. America. It doesn't nope. run like America. Mm-mm. And so, anyway, the State Department issued that. And when I saw that last week, I was just like, it was last Thursday. I was just like, that's how much the world is at unrest. That yeah. that, that, that your, the government is just taking the opportunity to remind people of that and to practice common sense and good manners yeah. while traveling outside right. of the country. It's important. Yes, it is. It's really important. And, um, and you know, the cruise lines are rerouting and everything. Egypt travel has right, stopped and right. all this other stuff. But it is, um, it's just a, 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 a nerve wracking time, time to be alive. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, if we're gonna go there, absolutely. Just it yeah, is. it's scary. It's it's there's just mm-hmm. a lot a of lot unrest. Going on. Yeah, so much unrest. And I so. think that's I I like that you brought that up because I just think that's just we have to practice. we have to remind ourselves of that because sometimes you just get it is so lovely to be in your own world, isn't it? But that's not how it works. It's not <laughs> how it works. It's not mm-hmm. how it works. I saw this. Um, you know. Um, if people want, because like you, Lori, are you know you have an elite status and stuff with Delta Airlines. I am trying to hang trying on. to hang on to it because you that means something to you. Like I don't care and I don't travel that much, so it's nothing to me. Yeah. But so if people, while Delta changed their frequent flyer program, really most they tried to burn it to the ground, I know, sister. Really affecting travelers, heavy travelers, more than the average average show at the bottom. But so for a limited time, American Airlines, and this is if you go to Thrifty Travelers or watch yeah. the Jason show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they come on and talk about it. American Airlines is offering, offering travelers with the top two tiers of Delta medallion status mm-hmm. and a chance to match into the equivalent American oh, that's status. Smart. You'll get at least four months of America's status with a path to extend it by meeting certain thresholds. The loyalty is... Um, this is something unprecedented. I want to say good for you because this will help everybody but Atlanta, Detroit, and Minneapolis. And Minneapolis, market exactly. Because exactly. Because we, we, you, you we, are beholden to the main carriers and Sun Country. We want to fly nonstop. No one wants to willingly fly through Chicago. Chicago. Right. <laughs> or Denver United. But, yeah. on, but Sun Country has all nonstop flights yeah. out of Minneapolis. Yeah, so it's yeah, just. Yeah. But, like, this is very smart of American to be doing this because they, Delta pissed off a lot of people, and you know they did because they rolled it back some. They, 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 they chopped, they made it, 
instead of a hundred percent terrible, they made it seventy five percent terrible. They gave there was some leeway, a little leeway, bit. but it was really, really kind of pathetic, right? You know, and, and it just said another note because we're we have time for a second. Um, there is a whole thing on motion sickness, and people have motion sickness in cars, on cruises, on flights, Things, yeah. different types of it. But basically, when you're flying, if you you know want to take Dramamine or Benadryl, take it 30 to 60 minutes ahead of time. But know it makes you drowsier than drowsy. So you have to be careful. If- I feel like it works even more in the sky, like booze. It, so be theory. careful. But if you don't want to use drugs, and maybe you're a parent, and you've got small children, right. so you have to be you've more got alert. To keep track of I small mean, you people have to be and purses and passports. You can't. You got to be awake. Don't take your. Don't take it. <laughs> don't. Um, they they recommend um, sucking on hard ginger candy mm. before travel. So when you're going down the jetway and everything, get some ginger. Ginger is like less the ginger root. It it's does miracle. everything for an upset stomach. I cannot be. In a can in the sky without having a can of ginger ale. Serious? As, uh, as long as I can remember. I think my mom gave it to us when we probably flew to the Philippines, which mm-hmm. was probably a 26-hour flight in some imagine. kind of a Air Force, you know, that we stopped a lot. But I think my mom gave us all ginger ale, and I think it like, has this... Soothing effect or something. I, I'm thirsty. Have you ever noticed how thirsty you are oh, in an airplane? It's crazy. I always go on with the water bottle, and you know they have everywhere to refill your your yeah. permanent water bottles. Take them with you. But ginger ale is so refreshing. <laughs> I don't think I've had it oh. in so long. I'm, it's for me the same with you, Lori. Synonymous with flying. You say it is every time I go flying. I gotta have one. I thought it was Chardonnay. I'm gonna have a vodka <laughs> ginger ale, please. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I just that's, love the ginger ale. That's, and so it, it works. I mean, there's there's it something does. to that. And obviously, if you're riding in a car, on a bus, or on a train, you always want to be seated facing forward. Yeah. And then if you're on a cruise... Oh, um, that's the worst. I've been seasick once on a cruise. That was absolutely a nightmare. You don't feel good till you get off the ship. Can, yeah. Consider midship. Midship. Yeah. Not to the front, not to not, the back. Right. Be in the middle because you're more stable. You don't yeah. sway and as get much. That, get that stuff you get from your doctor and put it on before you even walk on the ship. There you go. You and don't it, wait until you go. You put it on before you get on the ship, Julia. Preventative. Remember our how we felt our feet still sloshing after our little 24-hour... That was a nightmare. <laughs> that was an absolute nightmare. But we had a blast. Yeah. Is that when you guys were hitting on the young guy? <laughs> no, we were, they were hitting though. on us. Let's keep it clean. Yes. No, this was a different one. You're right. But you're we right. were two airports away. We were going through Salt Lake City on the way home from San Diego from our 24 hours something. Yeah. And um, I remember us walking and still swaying. We still felt like we were swaying. That step was so yes. shaky. But, but mid cabin, be in the middle of the ship. So if that's your issue. All right. All right we're going to come back. We're going to have random thoughts. Grant you for Hoppin' Weber Construction. They're your hometown licensed experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, last night we saw the snow come in, which means winter is just around the corner. We've got a little bit of time left to take care of those home exterior needs. 
before winter. You don't want to wait until spring and let that thing go into next year. Get it done now and work with Jason and the sales team over at Hoffman Weber Construction. They're going to walk you through the process. They're not going to pressure into a high-pressure one-stop sale. They're going to make sure that you like what you're buying, and they have a great showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W where you can bring the kids, the family, the dog even, to see what these new adjustments would look like to your home exterior. So here's the big deal. Not only are they going to help you out from start to finish, they're also going to take care of all the headaches that come with dealing with insurance companies. No one likes to deal with insurance companies. So if you want that experience, reach out to the sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction. Go to hwconstruction.com today. Again, that's hwconstruction.com for more information. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, that is all it is. Um, You know, we talked about this earlier. If you want to watch the Charlie Brown special tonight, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus bought all of the rights to Charlie Brown stuff for Christmas, for Easter, for this, for for the July, whatever. They paid a ton of money for it. They did, but it's there's. you can, um, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. You can also sign up for a free trial and then cancel it. It's a lot of work. All these memory things. I like Apple Plus. I watch a lot on Actually, that. I do too. Mm-hmm. And if they just raised it to nine ninety nine a month from mm-hmm. six ninety nine, which seems okay. I mean, when you think of $10 for yeah. a month of entertainment, yeah. lessons in chemistry. I don't know if you've gone back. I've watched two episodes. I've gone back. It's good. Yeah, okay. I'm up to four. Okay. I'm up to four, and that the book first. Read the book first, because the book will blow you away. And that is number. It's back on the, you know, it doesn't go off right now. Bonnie Garmus. Yeah, it's like number twelve on New York Times bestseller list still. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really two autistic people, autistic type people, don't you think? I know. You know, I read that book like two years after it'd been on the bestseller. Mm -hmm. I I just read it last year. You did in Mexico and. I so enjoyed how eccentric of a story it was. It's wonderful. It reminded me of our Maria, Where'd You Go Bernadette book. Yes, 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 yes. It reminded me of. It's so delicious. Because it's eccentric, but I didn't even really catch on that, that. uh, anyone was autistic. I didn't either, really, until I'm watching it on TV. You can see some sensory things and you can see some other things, but it, it, it adds a new richness from the book, I think. Yeah. Because it's something unexpected, because I didn't either, Lori. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Um, here's the deal. This is kind of interesting. You were talking about um, the publicist for Travis Kelsey, Pina Mahi, yeah. who used to work for Scooter Brown right. over two years ago, who used to be a business partner, not business, but owned the record um, label of all the music of Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. So as a result of what Taylor Swift is doing with re-releasing her music in the current contracts, you usually have no access to re-release anything either five to seven years after your contract's done or or two years after it's expired. Excuse me. So... Record companies are changing their contracts as a result of what's going on with Taylor Swift. Oh my! Every gosh. time something new of hers comes out, <sighs> they lose money. Well, so they one are, record company does. Yeah. So here, Universal, Sony, and Warner Music have been overhauling their contracts for mm-hmm. new artists, prohibiting them 
from re-releasing their music until 10 years or more after they've left the label. Well, okay, 10 years. That's that's not bad. That's, that's It fine. used to be five to seven. All right, but 10 is, five, that's palatable. You yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that is. I thought it was going to be like they were going to try for some forever clock. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But yeah, it's 10 years because they said, we spent all the money branding you yeah, and paying yeah, for yeah. your lunch. All right. Yeah. Is screaming good for you, yes or no? Yes, it is good. I think it is good. Just ask any S-therapist from the 70s if you're a person of a certain age. <laughs> that was the scream therapy, Grant. Really? That was a thing in the 70s. Scream therapy, S, huh? you never heard about that? Never. Where, a madman they showed it where you would just go in a room and you would just scream oh, and yeah. scream and in the, in the show, scream yeah. and everyone would scream and then someone would congratulate you for screaming. I don't know. I never did it. I've just seen it on television shows and read about it, but... They have rooms now where yes. you can just break things. Like you could take a bat. That yeah. would be fun. And they have like TVs that would, yeah, and frames. But, but screaming in general, you. my thing, yeah. I would never do it because it would kill my throat. I would uh, never do it yeah. anymore. But you do want to scream sometimes. Instead of screaming, you go, ooh, you make a different sound. But it is good for you people. Yeah. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, another thing that's happening with... Um, are you going to draw our attention to the little boys? That's, that's what right. I'm singing. Yes. Listen. Okay, so here's the deal. Listen. Let me stop what I was doing I do. to watch this marvel. Okay, so if anyone watched the movie Dreamgirls, it was Beyonce. The second version mm-hmm. yes. um, was Beyonce, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, and I think it's just them. No, and no, it was Michael, what's her name who sings and Michael Anika J. Fox. Nani Rose. Yes, Anika and, Nani Rose. And Michael J. Fox. And it's um Beyonce comes out of her, she's in a relationship with the record label owner, and she's just done and she feels like she's not heard and she's just belts the most beautiful songs. Listen. And so it's the most gorgeous song. I probably played it back and over and over and over and over. Oh my god. You know me. It's a belter, it starts it's slow, it has a crescendo, it's fabulous, it's right in my wheelhouse. But this um, Filipino uh, group of kids on some sort of music talk show where there's a person in the middle. It's like a star show. Yeah, it's a star show. They're like, they look like they're young, like five. Maybe old, maybe they're seven or eight. They're At seven the, or eight. Okay, seven or eight. So here they are singing, listen, and there's a, a host that goes, you sing it. And then you and sing Prince, it. Yeah. So it's switching from different. There's three different boys singing okay. it. But listen how they sound like Beyonce. And I have both versions if we need Okay. It. But we posted this. Oh, and they're so incredible. young and they're so darling. But if we hear the original Beyonce, oh. they are very right it's on. It's right it. on. This is exactly yeah. where they started. Yep. Okay. And this is where the song exactly starts off. You're right. There is a difference. But those yeah. kids are darn they are good. They're so good. I, the amazing parrot yes and it's fun to watch it though yeah, like, wasn't it cute? yes they were so cute and the fact that they i mean i always think of uh the guy they got for in journey what's his name he's from the philippines You're right. they have a lot of talent shows there's a lot of higher great, voices yes and good singing and there's like yeah they there's some talented filipinos out there i love fun to that. watch with your kids all right we're gonna take a quick break and talk arnell about pineda traffic. was his arnell name. and for years i thought it was my neighbor arnell when we lived in japan because <laughs> he was filipino and he was in our girl band but the age doesn't work. Yeah, there we go. So Arnell. And his name was Arnell. There we go. You don't hear a lot of Arnells. No, you don't. No, you don't. All right, Julia. Thank you. Those are great random thoughts. So, uh, 
Uh, do you want to know about? I brought in my Vanity Fair for you. First yes, of all, thank the you. Barbara Streisand. I'm gonna read it tonight. Could you believe how many pages it is? No, it's Barbara Streisand's only interview that she is given before her book comes out next Friday. I feel like she might be on some talk shows on Friday. Possibly, but this is the one that we've had, and in it, you get the one excerpt about the the way way we we were were and how she saves the movie, and it's going to be in the 50th anniversary cut. It's the most... I want you to read it, and I want us to to maybe have it for Vintage Scandal. It could be so good just because it does change everything about that movie. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of scandalous. And it's also so Barbara Streisand perfect that she picked the actual film off the cutting room floor and kept it in a vault for all these years because she knew what Sidney snipped was wrong. I love her. I know. I mean, who thinks of that? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Attention to detail is everything. 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 So, anyway, I was like um, all excited because um, Vanity Fair um, is starting to do good stories again. Yeah, well, they always have done... I've I've never stopped subscribing to them because I always find at least four or five stories per per issue. In this October issue, the the Barbara Streisand, there's also a good one about a con guy. But uh, I wondered, because this wasn't going to be in the magazine, I wondered why Vanity Fair um, dropped their story about... um, Bravo? Bravo, that uh, this Vanity Fair, Fair piece, which we had sort of been hearing, it was going to be, what, an expose? Yep, uh, an expose. Yeah, it was going to be like a lawsuit as a result of it or something. Well, that there would be big bombshells yeah. in there that would take people by surprise. Maybe NBC, Universal, uh, Bravo. Not that I don't think that they might be having... Uh, crisis meetings of some sort probably centered around should we uninvite Ramona from BravoCon? The answer is yes. They won't. But the answer is yes, and hopefully that they do do that. But it it basically reinforced why I personally, along with many other people, haven't been able to stand Ramona for oh, a long time. Three years. or four years, at least. He, at least, Larry. At least. And I've she's long past gotten fun. And um but basically it's like a a thing on Real Housewives of New York, primarily, with Leah McSweeney and Ramona Singer and Ebony Williams. Mm-hmm. And Bethany Frankel speaking on record, uh, legal documents speaking on records, and also um, inside unnamed production sources because people still work there. Sure, Uh, But they've got sourcing, but it's kind of a Roni expose more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And the Ramona Singer, oh, and Sonia Morgan did not speak to them, but that's because... It was such a known thing, and they have this with, um, for some reason, they were able to get what are called hot sheets after they do a day of filming. Apparently, it was well known that Sonia mixed pills and alcohol, 
and that the later in the day it got that everyone needed to be on and very enabling, very like, my God, if this was any other company, that would just be Oh, for crying out loud, you would be, not not even happening. That was really shocking. this is a TV show where drinking is is welcome, big time. Yeah, it's... And encouraged. Lots of, yeah, lots and lots of... But the filming, Lori, just to think of their timing, is that I remember when... The redhead from the mansion from New Jersey was in studio with me. Caroline Manzo. Caroline Manzo, thank you. She said it's 80 hours of filming, a, when we're in filming, mm-hmm. a, a week, 80 hours mm-hmm. a week to get one hour of content. Yeah. So it's just gross and it goes on and on and on. You have no idea what's going to be on the show when you're a housewife or not. Yeah, so you really find out there's a lot of um, vodka and water bottles. The it, There's a lot of encouraging of what goes on for drinking. But basically, the article, the takeaway is that um, the way Bravo handled Ebony Williams joining the show was a disaster before they even started filming. Um, Ebony Williams called it a cover your ass. We're hiring a black woman for the show training me. Sure, that's what it sounded like. Ramona was absolutely awful in this one, which she's always been. She's always been a casual racist. uh, Yeah. And I don't mean that in anything. But that is what... She's very casual about how she drops in and out of being a racist. That's what I mean by that. And Ramona absolutely used the N-word and had production staff go to Warner Brothers and file a complaint about how she treated the black women on the staff. And they did nothing about it. They, In fact, they gave her two Ultimate Girls trips to film. Mm-hmm. She gets invited in Andy Cohen's clubhouse all the time. And Warner Brothers actually, I mean... I have to say that Bravo and Universal and NBC have to be relieved because the biggest takeaway from this is what an absolute awful person Ramona is. And let me tell you how she uses the N-word. She actually likens, and I'm just summarizing, but it's I've read the whole story. She wanted to know, she felt that she was explaining... How and one of the things she's always explaining her white fragility, yeah, and she is a willfully ignorant person too. She, Ramona. Is. she does it when it suits her, but she basically likened um, the fact that why she used the N word was because somebody had called her a shiksa, oh. and that a shiksa is uh, the a equivalent dirt. of the N word, and she's explaining this to people. We're black, and it's like there's not even a comparison. I mean, she's she's it's like a dago, you know, like me, I'm Italian she, or something. She's she's Lori, she's not a good person. No, she's and 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 I'm sick of it's, everybody it's always. Andy always babies her. They actually Warner Brothers found that she did say it too. Mm. Warner Brothers official report uh, found that yes, indeed. Uh, that singer, and that also that singer could not tell black crew members apart. Well, and she didn't want them to change their hairstyles. You told us that yesterday, but because, they found that yeah. she did say that it's all so the time. That's just so gross. And oh, and also that 
that, oh God, you can't even believe this. This one, I we did find out about, about a guy called Dr. Barry. Because of all the things that happened with Leah McSweeney, which apparently she was sober when she was cast on that show, all that real worry we saw from her mom was, was real. real and true, which in, in, made her in, in time. love us, love her that first season. But they put in 1-800 for Dr. Barry, this guy, Barry Goldstein, who who is a board game designer and also Dr. Barry. And he provides mental health counseling to anyone who calls, you know, 1-800-DR-BARRY, the secret number that Bravo has for people and he so he's the bravo th- psychologist yes yes mm. and so like that was super shady and he comes off absolutely terrible always talking to housewives the more misbehaved they are don't worry we've got you in the edit people are going to love you this is the drama he actively encourages all of the bad behavior. The so, more drama, the more viewers, Laurie. I, I think that we mm-hmm. did know that, but kind of seeing it in black and white. But they could have saved Roni if they just fired Ramona mm-hmm. as soon as they cast Ebony. Like, she's not going to work. There's apparently all kinds of reasons why episode or Roni didn't have a reunion because Ebony kept trying to quit by phone. It got so oh. bad. Ramona's oh. gaslighting. You know, it's interesting. And then she gets two ultimate girls mm-hmm. trips and multiple and going. She shouldn't. I would just be, be upset done with her. if I was um, Dorinda, if I was the Countess, if I was Sonia. We might not ever see that because those guys all. I liked them all still. Yeah, well, they all got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to film that. But again, I mean, I like them on the Housewives. And I, we probably I still won't, like them. Yeah, I, yeah. So it, mm-hmm. you know, there's some. The report is worth the read, even it's if, on, even yeah. if it's if not you're a fan, shocking. It's on um, VanityFair.com. Yeah, but it makes me real, really realize that when I met Andy Cohen for real in real life uh, with the whatever the community thing was, and he was so rude to me about our nipples, even though I told him we knew Sarah Jessica Parker and mm-hmm. she would definitely know who we were. Um, he is a dink. And unfortunately, is, I love his show. I know, but he really is not a nice person. Pastor. He, maybe he's brilliant. Maybe that's what you have to do. But he is, when you read this Vanity Fair thing, he even just, you know, his the one crazy thing that he said that I told you about yesterday, where, let me see if this is it, titled Awful Andy. Um, well, he told Leah McQu- uh, Sweeney, people are going to like you because we edited you was so well. Don't worry about it. In reference to she was so worried about how wasted she was because mm-hmm. she peed herself. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's really. And then, oh, when he was also. <laughs> yeah, God. And now they have. I don't know. It, so it wasn't that big of a bombshell because we always knew that uh, Ramona was just the awful woman that she's shown herself to be mm-hmm. for many, many years. And the fact that she did, it was confirmed that she did try to make an argument that Shiksa was on yeah. the same level as the N-word. So that right there is the truest thing. And yes, they, yeah, she did. So I say Ramona has to stay at home and just we're done with her. She's canceled. 
Okay, Laura, yeah. you said it here. Now, when yeah. we come back, mm-hmm. we're going to Hollywood <laughs> speak. Um, I don't, I kind of don't think we'll ever see the Roni. No. Real house, the ultimate girls trip, because I think Ramona is awful in that. Just like she There's was one on coming the one. Out, though. They tease it, but they don't say when. And remember, Kendra read her filth on the real, the first ultimate girls trip, the one where they went to the Caribbean and Teresa Judice went on that one. And Kenya Moore read Ramona and her casual racist privileged Are, ways. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. Okay, I just got an email, guys, that you have to Hollywood speak because it's like the ultimate email. Okay. And it's from Brittany at the JKO agency, okay? Okay. Hope you are well, Julia. Exclamation. Wanted to bring your attention to an incredible story of innovation and resilience in the face of celebrity imitation. Perkies. Oh. A small business founded by Rosie Mergalala has recently found itself facing a challenge as it squares off against Kim Kardashian's skims lined with their strikingly similar product, the nipple bra. Uh-huh. Perkies was introduced in 2021. Oh. Revolutionized oh, no. the sticky bra industry with its reusable, replaceable oh. adhesive technology. What sets Perky apart is their commitment to working with people with breast cancers. Um, the recent unveiling of the Skins Nipple Bar has presented significant obstacles for Perky's. However, instead of succumbing, succumbing, whatever, to a potential devastating consequences, Rosie has chosen to take the high road. In a heartfelt LinkedIn post released earlier this well, week. I mean, here's what I would say to Rosie if I'm her PR person, and she's obviously modeled her perkies on something called body perks. But uh, her angle of women who have breast implants and wanting to have a nipple is just right. Furthermore, she should uh, tout the freedom of um, women um, that have breast implants often have no need to wear a brassiere. Mm-hmm. Um And so they like to just maybe... Because uh, these just stick on. They just stick on. Mm-hmm. And so those are even a step different from ours, mm-hmm. a step separate sideways. Mm-hmm. So if that's her market, people who have had reconstructed breasts but or they, have implants, just, I love it. Because here's the line that we okay. said. Perky Nips distinguishes themselves far more as a versatile product. Right. Allowing placement anywhere on a woman's breast, we know that, even on top of a bra, providing lift and catering to individual preferences. That's right, because it can lift a saggy It's waterproof. It doesn't say dishwasher safe. Oh, we said dishwasher safe on ours, Grant. So this is just so funny. I just want to send this (laughs) woman back. Uh, I copy and say, I, I'm wondering if you knew about the product we invented. Yeah, you I got to print that. that, Julia. That's I'm just do that. epic. I mean, this just came in and I'm like, wow. Well, no, this is a very good way. This is a good way of Perky's to clout chase Kim because, uh, you know, it's just... Kim the has a good idea. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the bra yeah, yeah. with it already built in, that's and a good we idea. we had a good idea yes. when we said n- being nipple-esque is a, a sexy... Thing, it's the other side of cleavage, yeah. if you will. It was super fun. But this just made me laugh. But, I mean, Grant, there were bras in the 50s that were cone bras. bras that the boob would sit so they, the nipple could be like a yes. sweater bra, they were called. Mm. So there's been other, like in the 70s, there was another kind. Of, well, the 70s, people just threw away their... 
padded bras yep. and nips were just showing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's so wild. they never I go out of style. Fun. I thought that was fun. Now, yes. in the um, underwear leotard exercise world, mm-hmm. I thought this was interesting because Fabletics, who the face of Fabletics forever was Kate Hudson. Yeah. I don't know if she's still affiliated with Fabletics. Yeah, I think she is. Do you? I wanted to look it up because Julianne Moore was the face for a while. But now they're introducing the new line of Chloe. Now, Kim Kardashian's is doing skims. Oh, wow. Kylie Jenner, the other sister, is knocking off Betsy Johnson. Yeah. Um, Chloe is now the new spokesperson for Fabletics. Wow. So I just... Maybe Kate Hudson's... Uh, must her, I she must have ran up. Her brand ambassadorship is done. That's what I was thinking, Lori. And then she had that horrible PR... Fab, fabu or taboo or mix up, whatever the right word would be, when she became the sports person for Weight Watchers. Right. And she wasn't overweight. Yeah. That Wait, was a really she's bad one. She's on any yeah. of your social media yeah. anymore. But she so. was the one who launched it. Yeah. Yeah, she was the owner at one point in time. Yeah. yeah. I don't even got, know if owner, but maybe brand ambassador. Grant? Yeah, no, it says uh, activewear oh. brand owned by actor Kate Hudson. So maybe she, she owns being, it and she's just not the face of it. And anymore. well, I think she stepped away because of this. In January 26th of this year, uh, she's being roasted online after releasing a pair of leggings exposing the wearer's entire buttocks and front thighs. If, if you click on it, it's a very exposed type look. So maybe she just. It's chaps. Yeah, it is chaps. Ass is chaps. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's it. You never know when you're going to need them. <laughs> maybe people want to put nipples on the back of their butt. Yeah, <laughs> We've got some. But just wild. Um, okay, let's see if I have something for yeah. you. Oh, Erica Jane was on a show and she was asked about what did you think when um they were really pot stirring with this question. What did you think of when John Hamm was asked about the earrings on the Howard Stern show last year and he said, You just want he said this is what Erica, this is what he said. He's a Bravo fan. Yeah. You just want to shake her and go, honey, they were never yours. Give them back. Well, first, Eric had to pick up her jaw that someone would be so rude as to bring up I a question. I love it. I love it. I feel like everyone should be rude to her. She's a rude lady. Yeah, you're I right. I think she does rude well. Well, she gets offended when other people are rude for someone who's so rude. You're She's right. so rude. She's yeah. the rudest lady I've ever heard or seen on TV in my life. Yeah, that's true. And it's her personality. Oh, well, she was offended when this person yeah. asked, asked I this. love that someone asked her this. This is the best. And here's what she said. I wish we had the audio, but this is word <laughs> for word. I have my appeal. And that's, you know, like John Ham, you know, they were never yours. Bleep you. Typical Erica. <laughs> and by the way, her therapist tells her last week, you need to have empathy. You take the high road. I don't know what empathy is. Okay. How do I have empathy? Yeah, I mean, this the, woman is clueless. The better thing would have been go I'm so had I'm so happy John, John Ham had me in his mouth. Yes. And he thought to yes. comment. I mean, this is the way she's she just lashes out really like always. Well, here's what it is. She reacts like here's the deal. The reptilian brain, you're the what's quick to anger, reptilian, she is a fighter. 
she will always just lash out. That's how her... I don't know that she's ever going to have a whole group of friends. Difficult way to live. Mm -hmm. I would hate that. Real difficult way to live. So even though I have my appeal, and that's, you know, like John Hamm, you know... They were never yours. Bleep you. I mean, it's just like such a little kid. Really? My gosh, Johnny Am knows who I am? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's the way you play it, Erica. But she doesn't have the... She doesn't have the, anything for that. She yeah, can't. and she goes, really? A Pelican judge said they were, or at least said you can't prove they weren't. So that made me happy. So she's still, you know, arguing. Why do we watch these shows with these crazy women, Laurie? What is wrong with us? I, I don't know, but... There must, um, we're going to get into our psyche I, Casey tomorrow. did ask me after I read the Vanity Fair thing, and I was just like, oh, I, I, you know, I was like, I already knew that Ramona was terrible. I didn't know she was this terrible, but they could I'm like saying out loud, and he goes, well, are you... Now, are you going to not watch the show anymore? And I said, I no, I didn't say that. <laughs> you know? That didn't even cross my mind, but I did quit Housewives of New York. Yeah. I only go to certain Housewives. You watch the new Housewives? I love the new yeah. one, but I quit the old one because they were too much. They yeah. Were, they, all they did was yeah. That last season was... Um, Boring. It was COVID, and remember, they, they was just And so- Ramona was, had been painful. I thought... I didn't think she was coming back for that season. Mm-hmm. I thought she should have been canned... For how obnoxious she was. Okay. 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 You got Um, one for me? All right. Yes. Um, Justin Timberlake leaves the country amid Britney Spears' memoir, Black. This is a very good call, but what wasn't a good call was that his inside source that went to Daily Mail and Page Six to say that he hasn't been able to enjoy his anniversary with Jessica Biel. Oh, cry us a river, JT. Nobody cares. There you go. Really, and no one even really cared that he left the country. He probably tipped off the Daily Mail photographer. <laughs> you know? But he went with one of his kids, and she was going with the other one later. Yeah. Uh-huh. All, right. All right, when we come back, um, Rocco's going to put us to the test in some silly way that we're going to... be Halloween-related, for yes, sure. Yes, I can't wait. All right, we'll be right back.